my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is to figure out whether you overbuy or underbuy, and then compensate accordingly. Some people tend to buy more than they need, more food than they need at the grocery store, more house than they need for their family size, more dressy clothes than they need for their social calendar. Then there are people who underbuy and end up wearing holes in their socks, waiting for a slow computer without adequate memory for the software they use, or carrying a work bag that makes clients mistake you for the intern. Now, I consume a lot of personal finance literature, and I know that there is a certain glorification to underbuying. But just as overbuying isn't smart, underbuying can be problematic too. Contact lens solution, for instance, is cheaper to buy in bulk than buying one small bottle at a time. If you run out of groceries, you have to go back to the store, which can waste time and gas. So rather than view one or the other as the right way, I think it's better to simply recognize which camp you fall into. If you recognize where you fall on the spectrum, you will be able to compensate and make right-sized purchases. So, for instance, if you know you tend to underbuy, always buy a little more than you think you need. Order a few more holiday cards. Buy a few more groceries. Add one more item to your restaurant delivery order. Buy an extra pair of socks. For bigger purchases, pause and reflect on your needs and desires. And don't assume that the cheapest model is automatically the right one. Think through what your experience of each option would be over the long term before you decide what's best. You could also try to enlist a thought partner. Ask a trusted friend whether she thinks the couch you've chosen is the one you'll love for the long term or whether you are just blinded by the attractive price. Now, I'm not recommending ignoring a budget. You just want to make sure that you are really thinking about your needs and your day-to-day -day life within the guardrails of your budget. When all your underwear has holes in it, well, it is not a terrible thing to spend some money on new pairs. Really. Now, on the other hand, if you typically overbuy, which is probably the more common curse, recognize that and compensate in the other direction. 
You may not need a dining room table that seats 12 since you only host that many people once a year at most. And when you do, the conversation flows better at two tables of six. Your kids may not need snowsuits if you live in Florida. If you're a family of five with three little kids, you will probably be just fine ordering the Blue Apron box for four. If you do have a family of four, you probably don't need the big SUV with the third row of seats for that one time you might need to carpool friends. When that happens, you will figure something out. So think about yourself and what category you fall into. If you are always running out of stuff, you are probably an underbuyer. If you are having to throw things away, or you're always feeling like you need to clean out your closet, well, you might be an overbuyer. See how this identity sits. And then, the next time you go to make a purchase, consider how you can compensate. If you underbuy, buy a little more. If you overbuy, buy a little less. You'll be more likely to hit the just right amount. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career and here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org.